0: If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into The Wrap. It's almost the end of August, and this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And if you're thinking of buying anything, you probably know just how many choices you have. It's an incredibly wide scope, with numerous phones, TVs, computers, headphones, speakers, cameras and game consoles, and that's to name a few. Generally, if there's a product to buy, you have a choice in who makes it. You'll soon have more choice in the streaming world as Australia looks to get another video provider. We already have Netflix, Stan and Amazon and that's not even including the likes of Foxtel, YouTube and the local catch-up services such as ABC, SBS, 7, 9 and 10. The newbie is Disney which is set to launch a rival to Netflix in Disney Plus later this year. There's a date of November 19 penciled in and there's a whole heap of content on the way. Disney owns the rights to a lot of things. There's a typical assortment of Disney movies like Frozen and Tangled but there's also all that Pixar stuff and all that Marvel stuff which means the event and Iron Man, to name a few. And then there's Star Wars, because Disney owns the rights there as well. You can expect new and old Star Wars stuff on Disney+, as well as stuff from Fox, because yep, Disney owns that as well. That means a good 30 seasons of The Simpsons should be making their way to Disney's streaming service, as well as those other Marvel movies that were a little more adult, including Deadpool, Logan, and the good X-Men movies. There's new stuff coming as well, but perhaps the most interesting part about Disney's local launch is what it'll do to local player stands. Last year, Stan grabbed the Disney Content Library, but with a local launch impending, we're not quite sure how much longer Stan will have access. That might mean Stan will have to lift its game and get more originals and exclusives. With Disney launching in November, that doesn't give Stan much time. Also by November, buses in Australia's biggest city, Sydney, should see tap payment for the Opal Network. If you're currently travelling in Sydney, you might use your phone or smartwatch to tap on for train, light rail and ferry, but not bus. Well, not yet anyway. It's definitely coming with Transport New South Wales announcing a rollout this year with Western Sydney, Northwest Sydney and Wollongong getting it first. When it comes to tap on, you should be able to tap on with any phone, tablet or wearable that supports Visa or Mastercard. And that means Apple Pay, Google Pay, Samsung Pay, Fitbit Pay and Garmin Pay, pretty much anything with pay in the title, and it means you have a lot of choice. You also have choices in the world of computers, with more of those on the way as well. While we expect to hear about a new iPad and likely a new MacBook by the end of the year, Dell is talking up what it has coming shortly with new Intel chips. It's a fitting time because Intel is launching a few chips under the codename Comet Lake. Codename aside, this is all about mobile performance, sitting under Intel's Project Athena, which is a project focused on getting you through the day with your laptop or tablet and a good 16 hours of battery life, no dramas. You should see them in quite a few laptops by the year's end, but before then, Dell's XPS 13 2-in-1 seems to be getting one first, getting a 360-degree hinge fast Wi-Fi and a mostly bezel-less 13-inch screen with the option of 4K. 4K screens don't come on everything, but they're not needed everywhere. The truly portable Epson EF100 projector we checked out this week lacked 4K and only had high definition but it brought a laser light source that works in daylight and night and for well under the high prices that laser projectors typically go for. The EF100 is a relatively small projector for $1699 that has a single HDMI port which means it'll work for watching movies but it's more designed for your phone or a Chromecast. In fact, a Chromecast or something similar like an Amazon Fire Stick are perfectly suited for it, allowing you to throw movies from Stan, Netflix or even that Disney Plus thing we spoke about when it launches later in the year. You can throw from any mobile device, and this week there are a couple more choices there as well. Samsung's Galaxy Note 10 and Note 10 Plus are both out this week, with the bigger model, the Note 10 Plus, getting a good 3000 pixel high screen with no notch. In fact, there's no hole punch design in the right side either, making it different from the S10 Plus. Samsung's take in this phone is to throw the front-facing cameras at the top and in the middle, making it kind of a small dot on the screen and not something that throws out the symmetry like the other model. Initial feelings on both are that they feel good in the hands and pack a lot of features, not least of which is some interesting camera technology and the S Pen Stylus. Like last year, you can trigger the camera from the stylus, though now you can wave it in the air to do other things, and you can even paint augmented reality doodles. We should have more on the Galaxy Note 10 next week, but right now we're out of time. So, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. The Wrap is found every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care.